Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Kane Quarter. Kane, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Kane is a financial therapist, a hypnotherapist, a best-selling author, and the CEO of Presidential Lifestyle. Before entering the financial industry, Kane was the spokesperson for ABC's Extreme Makeover. Very excited to have you on. Kane, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Thank you for that introduction. I like the, the powerful. That's a great word to associate <laughs> with. <laughs> So I would say personally, I am, man. Okay. So here's the thing. I am so much better at talking about myself, (laughs) (laughs) but personally I am a grandmother and, um, a girlfriend and a mother. Of course, if I'm a grandmother, I have an adopted daughter that came to me when she was 16 years old and she is now married with a son. So I have a grandson. Nice. And one of the things that I am actually, let's say, having a challenge in right now is finding a hobby. There are some things I'm really good at and I love doing, but I don't do them as much as I probably should because I do so much work. And I love my work so much that it feels good. So I don't stop it. You know, you it's easy to stop your work when you're like, oh, I'm so tired of this. And so you stop and you go do something you love. Well, when you love your work so much, it's like, oh, but I don't want to stop. Oh, do I have to go play tennis? Like, do I? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of toying with that right now, like really finding a new hobby and I have a couple of friends in my life who are helping me with this. And my boyfriend is good at, he's a, my nieces call him like the king of relax because he can chill out like nobody's business. And I don't have that bone in my, I don't even have a chill bone in my body. Like I am always on. (laughs) (laughs) So at work, um, and as you, you know, know, as we were talking about before we started, um, there's, there's crisis sometimes as a therapist. And so really being on is a really good characteristic for a therapist to be able to respond quickly. At the same time, if you're good at that, you find it difficult to turn off. But as a therapist, I really enjoy financial therapy. That's one of my favorite things. Although I work with anxiety and trauma, and those are two things that are associated with money anyway. So it all kind of goes together. And then the hypnotherapy comes in because I know that many of the things that happen to us are product of our past. Usually stuff that happened before seven years old, but even before three years old. So those things are hard to let go of because you probably don't even know that they're there. And hypnotherapy is a great way to get down into your subconscious brain and kind of clear that stuff out of there so that you don't have what I call prosperity blocks. You can really get to your idea of prosperity without a lot of pain and suffering, without removing those blocks. You may still get there, but you'll do it with a a lot more um, pain and suffering. And so the hypnotherapy helps relieve some of that pain. Yeah, I can see that being extremely valuable. 
But I, I want to be able to follow up with you in three months or six months and ask, how's your tennis game or how's your, your field hockey or, or how's, how's, how's your bird watching? So I'm, I'm going to need oh, some kind of an answer on, on, are on the you, hobby. Are you psychic? Because that is my boyfriend's biggest hobby, bird watching. <laughs> really? <That's> awesome. <laughs> yes. That, 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 that seems like the appropriate thing for a chill guy. Yes. So I, he got us binoculars so <laughs> i think the bird watching is going to go up okay. i also think the tennis is going to do much better too because i discovered two tennis courts near my house so <laughs> you see how i say i discovered like i didn't even know they were there <laughs> sure well convenience <laughs> so, is an important factor it really is so i think in three months i will have a great report for you okay perfect excellent <laughs> so how does one go from from being the spokesperson for a wildly popular show to financial therapy? Ah, yeah. So my life, I like to joke around and say like I'm the female Forrest Gump. <laughs> nice. I just like end up in places or doing things that people are like, huh, how did that happen? I'm like, don't ask. I don't know. I just follow my intuition and <laughs> and it worked. So it kind of goes into me going where the universe tells me to go, like really listening. And as the spokesperson for Extreme Makeover, that in and of itself just kind of happened because I followed my intuition, ended up in the right place at the right time. It just so happened that um, my show was the number one rated show. So because of that, ABC made me the spokesperson. After that, it kind of propelled my speaking career forward but I didn't really have a message. So I started like looking for my message. What is my message? What am I, if I'm going to talk to, you know, thousands or millions of people, what am I saying to them? Well, just around that same time, a friend of mine asked me to start a real estate and, and mortgage company with him. So we started a real estate and mortgage company and that was my first introduction into finance. And then we started doing credit restoration. And then I started selling um, insurance and annuities. And then I got my series seven and 66. And then it's like, it just snowballed from there. And then I was sitting with pay, well clients at the time I was sitting with clients and they would argue in my office and I wouldn't really have a solution for them when they weren't able to follow their financial plan. Like I would create this beautiful financial plan for them that they said they wanted to accomplish. And then they wouldn't do the steps. And I'm like, what is happening? So I started studying behavioral finance and financial therapy. And I found that I really loved the therapy part of it most. So I went back to school, got my master's in clinical mental health counseling, and I married that with my financial background. And since the Financial Therapy Association was already in existence before I did that, I just joined the Financial Therapy Association to go even deeper and be around people. And there are about two or three hundred people in the association and just get closer to those people who are having that same challenge that I was having with patients and clients and moving over to the therapy side for of the industry rather than the financial side was rewarding for me because then I could really get down into the the trauma that might be associated with money or the anxiety and the emotions overall because that's really 
what is driving whether I execute on my plan or not is the emotions that are associated with it. And very, like I said earlier, if we have these things happening to us before three years old or before seven years old that give us an idea of what prosperity is or what money should be in our lives, then we're acting on them, not even knowing that that's what's governing our behavior. So I wanted to really help people to shift that so that they did have more control over themselves and over getting to their idea of prosperity and the way that I do it, the way I administer that um, pain relief is through hypnotherapy and financial therapy. Got it. I think that that's awesome. And rarely is it a, a clear path because we don't necessarily know what we're extremely passionate about or what really gets us excited until we actually find it. So so I certainly appreciate that. Well, yeah, they, absolutely. There's a lot of really, really great stuff that I want to get into. Maybe start with what is the big problem? You've, you've mentioned emotions, anxiety, and trauma, but what is the major problem that you are working to address with this? Is it, is it stress? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, really the way that I say it is to relieve the frustration associated with reaching your goal, whether it's financial or otherwise, um, specifically financial, because there's all of these unknowns and unknown creates fear. So that's the other thing that we're alleviating, frustration and fear, because those two things keep us from executing. Got it. And one thing that I've certainly experienced, um, and you referenced it, is you put together this dynamite financial plan for somebody, but in order for, for them to actually move through and, and finish the process, they have to be engaged and they have to be a willing participant in it. So have you found that going through this financial therapy process and with your background in clinical mental health, people are more engaged when they reach you or, or how do you get people to really engage and buy into the process? Right. So people are in general, people want to reach their goals. They want to get on the path to happiness. They want to stay on the path to happiness. Their conscious brain wants this. Their subconscious brain, however, can get in the way, all of that old <laughs> programming. <laughs> and so because they're programmed or wired to do the same thing and expect a different result, I know that Einstein said that's the definition of insanity, but really that is the definition of a human being. We right. do the same thing and expect a different result. I'm going to keep going shopping and somehow my savings account is going to go up. I don't know <laughs> how it's going to happen, but I know this is what I want to happen. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. So I really want to pay down this debt, but I'm going to keep using credit cards, even though I really want to pay down this debt. So conscious brain and subconscious brain are in conflict. And what the work that I do is really to help the client or patient connect those two so that the conscious brain and the subconscious brain are on the same page. And when they get on the same page, that is when the behavior shifts because you're not changing your values. Your values are the same. You're just not living. You're just not aligned with them when you're doing those things 
um, that your subconscious brain is guiding you to do. Your values are there. You just have to be really clear on what the values are and then get in alignment with them. So the work that we do, that process, the, what I call the prosperity principles, get you in alignment with your values. Next, we have your vision. And that's pretty much the plan, the goal. The goal is that vision. I see myself with, you know, less debt and uh, more savings and being able to retire in a, you know, a, a house or whatever the, the goal is. So that's the vision. So you have your you have your values, you have your vision. And then the next thing you're going to do is fall in love with the plan. So a lot of times we fall in love with the pair of shoes. <laughs> we fall in love <laughs> with somebody else's dream, right? We, we're like looking at the Joneses rather than at our own stuff. So fall in love with the plan. And when you fall in love with the plan, it doesn't matter what the Joneses are doing. It doesn't matter what TV commercials come on. It doesn't matter what's on sale. All that matters is your plan. So you have your values, you have your vision, and you falling in love with your plan. And then when you do that, you'll slowly see yourself adjusting. And then you have to give yourself credit for the process. When you progress through the process, then you have to give yourself credit. If you don't do that, you won't see it. You'll say, oh, I'm still not to my goal or forget it. This stuff doesn't work. I, I've got to stop. So progress you just pay attention to your progress, each step, and baby steps count too. So as people start to see their progress, not the bigger picture, because remember the goal was there, but then you take your eyes off the goal and you put your eyes on the plan. You're falling in love with the plan, not the goal. And the plan is to take each step one by one, get on that path to happiness, stay on the path. So I know that was a really long answer to your question, but it, it kind of is that much information in order to do it. Because I don't want people to think you're going to wave a magic wand, even with hypnotherapy, because sometimes hypnotherapy seems like you're waving a magic wand, but you're going to wave a magic wand and all of a sudden life is different and the miracle happens and you're wealthy. It doesn't happen like that. No, it absolutely does not. And and I appreciate the answer because I think it's everything that 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 we need to be thinking about and and actually doing and engaging in because you get sick odds are incrementally you get into debt mm -hmm. probably incrementally and the only way out is also incrementally um, yeah absolutely and i i love everything you're talking about and as you were going through the steps in the process i'll just be honest and say okay maybe there's a way to to sort of really fall in love with the plan and, and, and what's most important. But then I, my, my, my brain, which is sometimes helpful said, no, the process <laughs> is the process for a reason. And you need to start at the beginning and, mm -hmm. and work through and progress through the process. Just like you said, yeah. um, is, is that, do, do people have a hard time just embracing that process and how do they, how do they finally come around? Yes, they do. And part of the reason is because we now have this microwave society where you can put food in and, and have it back in two minutes. And, um, you know, you can instantly, you know, you don't have to wait until you get home to make a phone call. Do you remember that you used to have to like wait until you got home? Vaguely. <laughs> I don't know. We don't even remember that anymore. So because life is so instant, they also expect this process to be instant. And but I like to to 
um, compare it to, you know, how when you go to the doctor, maybe you have a, a flu or virus or something and they say take two twice a day for seven days and then, you know, your cold or flu or whatever it is, it's gone. So it's sort of like that. You've got to do the work and you do the work and you do the work and you consistently do the work and it goes away just like the cold or virus did. So the way that I help people through this is to make it a little bit less painful or uncomfortable. And you do it by one change at a time. So I call it stop, start, continue. Uh, Really, I like to put continue in the beginning because you're already doing something well. So what is it? What are you doing well? Figure it out, determine what you're doing well and keep doing it. Also celebrate it. Like, yay, look at me. Woohoo. Like give yourself credit. A lot of times what people want to do, well, that doesn't count because, well, I've always known that. Well, well, that's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal because not everybody is doing what you do well. Some people are sucking at what you do well. Sure. <laughs> so you should be proud of yourself. So that's that. And then look at what can you stop doing? What is it? What behavior? One behavior that you can stop doing that's keeping you from reaching your goal. So that one thing you're going to stop. And then what's one thing you can start doing that's going to get you closer to your goal. And if you do those in conjunction, it's kind of like if you have a glass of dirty water and you put it underneath the faucet and you turn the water on. As clean water goes in, that's the start. As the clean water goes in, that's the start and continue. The dirty water pushes out. It just overflows over the top of the glass and it just pushes out. And that's the stop. The stop, as you stop doing the thing, the dirty water is slowly going out. Before you know it, if you let that water run long enough, you have a clean glass of water. You don't even see the dirt. Maybe there's a little remnants of it here or there, which is fine. You know, we're not going to be perfect people. Whatever you may have, a little little residue, a little remnants of your habit still lingering in there. But for the most part, this is mostly filled with good, clean water now. And that's how the process works. But you've got to first pay attention to that dirty water going out. And you've got to take each step one by one. The other thing, the last thing I'll say is having some accountability. So if you're married, this could be easier. I know when I say that, people are like, oh, you don't know my spouse. So this could be easier if you get in line with your spouse and say, let's do this together. Not in the critical, you better get on board with me kind of way, but in a gentle, I would love to have you with me on this journey. Can you you know, won't you please join me kind of way. And that's, you know, a really vulnerable statement. It's hard to say, but it definitely works. And so if you have an accountability partner now, if you're not married, maybe you have your, you know, sister, or maybe you have a parent that you work with. Like my mom and I, even though she lives in Chicago and I live in Atlanta, she's my workout partner. And we go on FaceTime and we work out together. So whatever you have to do to get through the journey, having a partner is so much more, makes it so much more fun. I like to say it doesn't have to be lonely at the top. You can take people with you. So I'm taking you with me. So just tell me who you're taking with you. I love That's kind of like my, <laughs> my little going thing. 
I think that's all so important, and, and, and it makes perfect sense to me. So I love it. Well, Kanate, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So I'd like to say I encourage you to control the controllable. And this is a course that I teach, but I think that without the course, we can think about our lives in, in this way. There are three boxes, let's say, maybe four. There are people, there are events, um, situations and events could co- kind of go in the same box or we can have a separate box. And then there's the you box. So which of those boxes do you control? You don't control people. You don't control events. Um, you don't control situations, really. Now, you can influence those things, but you don't control them. The only thing you really control is you, and even that is limited. So whatever you have control over, control it. Control your thoughts. Control your actions, your reactions. Just take a moment to slow down and really control the controllable. Like right around this time of year, we can get pushed in so many different directions. We can get focused on all the wrong things. Let's just focus on controlling the controllable so that you can live a peaceful life. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. So, Kanae, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on today. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? A couple ways. So, I'm all about Instagram and Facebook right now. On Instagram, you could just go to kanaequarter.com slash Instagram, or you can find me on Instagram as kanaequarter. If you want to join my private Facebook group, which I call the Prosperity Club, you can go to kanaequarter.com slash Facebook. Those are the best two ways to get me. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Kanae your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to KanaeCorder.com. Find her on Instagram as well as Facebook and get involved with that private group that she referenced. I will make or put all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Kanae. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was great. I love how powerful your podcast is. It's really fun <laughs> being on. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!